This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online show as Robin Washett would like to be at a beach right now. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. We're taking your questions now in the mailbag. Uh, first question here in the mailbag is a recruiting question. Nate, do you think with both Nebraska, or Nebraska, Iowa, and Ohio State being so open about wanting to play football, do you think that's going to help them on the recruiting front more that they were the institutions that fought with their swords and said, no, 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 we're going to keep trying to fight and play football where the others have been much quieter um, across the conference? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not going to hurt them as bad. I don't know if it's going to help them, though. Um, I think the entire Big Ten is going to take a little bit of a recruiting hit from this this whole disaster, uh, especially if they don't play at all this, this fall. Um, but at least they are going to be able to to say that they were they were fighting for the right to play they were fighting for their players and and so on and so forth and and in nebraska to, to credit nebraska and in ohio state i mean they've been pretty outspoken about it and so um you know i, I do think that they they'll be able to kind of beat that drum a little bit but i don't know that you could possibly say that it's going to help them at all okay so it doesn't help but flip that Look at like Minnesota, who has been as public as anyone about not wanting to play and how they fully support postponing and basically being the face of the shut it down movement. Will that negatively impact them on the recruiting front, you think? That I, I do believe will uh, negatively impact them more than than everybody else. Again, no one is benefiting from this deal, um, but there are going to be schools that come out of it a little bit better than others and I think Nebraska Ohio State could be too and a school like Minnesota is going to be hurt a little bit more than others because of how outspoken they have been about not playing have you noticed them on the trail much Nate have they had a presence so they've lost a couple commitments from Georgia from SEC country um, and and I have not necessarily heard or seen much from them lately they they had a huge surge uh, last spring you know when when they were beating that drum that they had a top 10 class and were bragging about you know how how great things were um which if you, april is never the time to brag about your recruiting class ranking fyi um because it doesn't matter the top 100 guys typically wait well yeah uh, but yeah so they have clearly um kind of fallen off the map nebraska now has a higher ranked class than minnesota does and again they've lost a couple commits from sec country and it just have not heard a whole lot you know of of uh traction with with some big time guys but they're i mean they've got they're, they're relatively full too they've only got a handful of spots left so that could be why all right another recruiting one and i'll chime in on this one too obviously they just got aj rollins they just got thomas fedoni um they're loading up on what's been a year of tight end bodies in the region um around omaha and in the state of nebraska another one is james carney at norris um that they're looking closely at he's currently a 5.63 star committed to miami of ohio which I think we all would agree, Nate, and he's not going to end up staying committed to Miami of Ohio. Yeah. So something's going to happen for him. But I think the question, Nate, with James Carney is, could he be an outside linebacker? Could Patrick Payton potentially flip to Penn State like many people think right now? You know, Would that open the door for a guy with potential length and upside like James Carney? Yeah, I, I think there's. I think he's got the potential to do it. Um, now, I, I'd like to. I'd like to see Nebraska. You know 
be able to hold on to Patrick Payton because I, I think he's probably the, the most nat- natural and talented pass rusher that they've gotten in a very, very long time. But, again, I, I, I do think that James Carney, he's got the size, 6'5", 225 pounds. Um, you know, he's got that size and that length that, that Nebraska is looking for at the position. And, um, and he has improved his athleticism dramatically uh, since the end of last year. I mean, he's, he's completely reshaped his body. Um, and, you know, he ran a faster 40-yard dash at the, the Warren Academy Showcase in Omaha than, than Thomas Fedoni did. Uh, by three tenths or three one hundredths of a second. So I mean, they were they're like and that was a laser time, right? laser time. So I mean, it's I mean, he's he's got legit measurables, legit speed, um, and and I, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be able to. And I know he's willing too. From talking with him, um, he, if Nebraska offered him and said, "Hey, we need you to be full time water boy," he would do it. Um, and so I mean, he he'll play wherever. And I love that type of attitude from a kid. Okay, this is going to be a blunt question that we got here um, from Ty Neb twenty three. Do you guys hate the Big Ten? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wouldn't say that. But what this has really showed me over the last several weeks, months, is it may not be as much of a cultural fit as we thought. You know, going in uh, when Nebraska joined this league, you know, everyone's like, they belong. It's a cultural fit. And our country has changed a lot in the last 10 years. But Nebraska academically does not align with the other 13 teams. I mean, if you rank them in order, 1 through 14 for academics and admissions, Nebraska would be the 14th by a a pretty wide margin as far as, like, admission standards to get in. Um, So I I think within the league, we're not – or Nebraska's not all that respected um, amongst the peers. I I made the joke to somebody – we were the guys that joined the country club and forced them to add bush light to the bar. In a can. In a can. Yeah, the tall, tall, <laughs> tall boy can. Not just a can, the 16-ouncer. That's right. right. The, ca- the camo tall boy. Yeah, you got that corn beer. Anyway, uh, so there's a lot to like about the Big Ten. It's a great league. I mean, the, the BTN is fantastic. Uh, I mean, just think back when Nebraska had to watch games on pay-per-view. Now they get every game. Oklahoma's on. still doing that. I know. And so, like – think about that and i also think back to where nebraska was when the divorce from the big 12 was was finally happening and just the animosity towards the league and to texas and this texas influence that was totally changing the entire uh you know just makeup of the conference and just how nebraska was so desperate to get out of there so i mean you gotta kind of remember your history a little bit remember just how bad things used to be uh to where they are now that being said I do hate what the conference is doing right now and the actions that have been taken over the past few months, uh, you know, basically from announcing a schedule to going to 10 games to shutting things down to all this secrecy, the lawsuits and all this. I mean, it's been a total disaster, but, uh, you know, it's it's the grass isn't always greener, especially when you just left a place that was uh, pretty dry to begin with. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Robin. I, I, I don't hate the conference, but I hate this whole fiasco mess. this this mess that that has transpired here over the last month or so um and and i have grown a discontent for some of the people that that speak for the big 10 or that that some of the more national people that that cover the conference you know that i've never been a desmond howard fan but i, I now i i i can't stand the guy well dan wolken i've never seen you actually get triggered on twitter like that yeah. <laughs> And, and, and you've done that to a lot of people. You did a, a shot call to Dan Wolken. Well, 
You yeah. got ghosted. Did he even give you a... No, he didn't even. Of course not. No. I mean, that was probably one of many shots fired at Dan Wolken. And then uh, Pat Forty, I'll throw him on the en- list of yep. uh, enemies to the state of Nebraska with his comment that Nebraska was firing people and furloughing people within the University Athletic Department to stick it to the Big Ten. It's like, what are you saying right yeah, now? I'm, I'm, I had a dream about that. Next time we see Pat Forty, that I, I told you, like, hey, Robin, get your camera phone out. And I just went up and just like... <laughs> This is for the state of Nebraska, and just just lit him up, and then you tweet. <laughs> this is for Frost, and you just hit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd win the internet for a day, but I'd probably you know t- take hey, a pretty big PR blow on. Go that down one. in a blaze of glory, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be <laughs> you would never be forgotten for that. I'd win the internet for one day, oh, maybe okay. two. I think it would last probably about a week. You'd yeah. have some shelf life. There'd yeah, be, there'd, there'd, be, be, there'd be definite shelf life. There would there. be memes made. And finally, guys. I got to bring up the wingman in this world of politics. We live. It made the city council floor here in Lincoln. Um, a unidentified. I don't know what his name was, but he went in there and essentially made a plea that boneless wings should not be called boneless wings anymore because they're not wings. They're chicken breast. And he thinks it's derogatory <laughs> to chicken breasts that they're called wings and it was going to be damaging to the future uh, our, our children the that they were going to grow up thinking that boneless wings should be classified as wing and that bones were being vilified uh guess what meat grows on bones is i think what he said and so his point was yeah they should at least be clarified differently on on menus if not removed entirely because of uh, how they're basically uh, ruining the perception of what wings and and eating meat are. I think he said that they should be rebranded into things like saucy nugs or trash. (laughs) (laughs) How how does that make the floor? I don't know. know. But the the good part about it too, um, you know, was that he kept his composure during the entire time, even though, um, you know, it was it was it was funny. Yeah, when he said boneless wigs, like people started laughing. He's like, "Excuse me, Excuse I'm, I'm, trying, <laughs> I'm trying to talk here." If you haven't seen the video, it's all over. And TMZ picked it, it up. That is winning the internet, by the way. Yes, no yes, question. Yes, he won the internet in kind of a, and we kind of needed something like so that. So, do you agree with him? I am not a boneless wing guy. No, like they're not wings. If you get the option, when do you? I mean, they're chicken nuggets. Now, if you're driving your car, if, if you go to if you go to like Popeyes and you're you got to eat and drive. You can't get the fried chicken pieces because sure. it's hard to handle the bones while yeah. you're driving. But that, that's when you get the tenders. They're not called boneless wings. As he said, no part of a boneless wing comes from a chicken wing. How can you call it a boneless wing? Yeah. The saucy nug. I think it was he so, was he was on I'm, point I'm there. A, I would order saucy nugs. Saucy maybe, nugs. Yeah. I mean boneless wings. I mean yeah. That's a right. point. We come back, we'll wrap the show up, uh, talk some high school recruiting. Um, Nate and the team and Robin, we were all out at games. Uh, We'll get some thoughts on that next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.